0: We are back on Get Up for Hour number two, live above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. We're all kind of debating what we think Harry looks like. Okay, today. I got
1: oh, it, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. Okay, starting through. here, we've got Ryan McKnight, and the turtleneck.
0: You like a cream pump? True. true. Okay. True.
1: And then we got Gumby sitting in the middle. <laughs>
0: well, I tell you,
2: boy, black on black
1: <laughs> And then we got the double nail.
3: Gerald Lavert. Oh. <laughs>
1: oh, I like that one. I like that, <laughs> <laughs> I like that we'll,
3: War, give you T- though. Why am I Brian McKnight, Gerald Lavert? All right. Warren Treaty, Michael from Voice to Men. Okay, okay. And uh, I got a thing still. All right, I don't know how I skated <laughs> out of that one,
0: but I feel pretty good about it. All right, we got a ton to get to this morning, and it begins I think. with the game of the night from the NBA last night. Jay, will let's do this. Jason Tatum picking up the slack for the Celtics, taking on the Sixers. No Jalen Brown, no Chris Taps porzingis Derek
4: White played a big role in the fourth quarter. Derek White and Drew Holiday have such an impact on this team from a defensive perspective. But Derek White has been in his bag lately offensively.
0: White had 14 points in the fourth last night. Tyrese Maxey, that's three of his 20. that got the Sixers within one. But then it's Jason Tatum running the break. He had a huge night. 29 points, eight rebounds. That's an and one Celtics go up by four after the free throw thing and B. this is his first shot of the fourth quarter.
4: It's just unacceptable unacceptable for a guy who is the reigning MVP of this league needs to be more aggressive down the stretch and then Derek White just find another way swing around Jason Tatum. With a nail. And so the
0: Celtics wound up winning it by 10. But I know your big concern, Look, we opened the show this morning talking about Jason Tatum, MVP candidate. Yes. Absolutely. Celtics may be the best team in the East, maybe the best team in the whole NBA. Playing like the best
4: team in the NBA, right? But now. you've got a real issue with the 76ers. So Doc Rivers alluded to this before. He said that Joel Embiid is a fully formed player, but he's not sure he's a fully formed leader. So as we may mention, two shots in the fourth quarter, he was minus 25. So you're telling me on the night, when the Celtics don't have Jalen Brown, don't have Kristaps Porzingis, that after a loss to this game where you're minus 25, mm. that you're going to say to the media that they're the best team in the league. Like, Greenie, it's my job to tell the world who the best team in the league is. It's your job. You will never hear me as a player if I lost to a team that didn't have two of their best players, call them the best team in the league. No, I'm on the best team in the league. I'm the best player in the league. Tonight was unacceptable. Those are the little things sometimes within the margins around Joel Embiid that make you question around can he be the guy to get this team over the hump. Well, look, when he only gets two
0: shots in the fourth quarter of a big game last year, we always blame that on James Harden. He's not no. there to blame it on no, anyone. No, it's not. So this who is that? Is that on his It's teammates? on Joel B. Why? Because he's the best
4: player. So give, what does he do? Give me the ball, Greeny. Tyrese Maxey, give me the ball. I need to have the ball. I need to be better. I need to be demonstrative. I need to yell at my teammates. I need to lead my team. It's me. It's on me. I got the MVP last year. I have to get through the Eastern Conference semifinals. I have to win this damn championship. The only way I can do that is by being the demonstrative player vocally and having my game match that energy. That's the point. No other excuse.
0: Well, I mean, everyone in Philly, you wanted to blame Doc Rivers. You're not there anymore. You got a coach with a ring. You wanted to blame James Harden. He's not there anymore. You got the young star that you wanted in Tyrese Maxey getting the bigger opportunity. Now it's on Joe Wells. a quick final thought, now it is on him to get this thing done. Right. I,
4: I like the fact that he had no excuse around, hey, back-to-backs, that doesn't matter. But, like, once again... Like, we just need to continue to see that. And it starts with little things around Joel Embiid with how he communicates them. I mean, four years ago, he said, oh, we'll never be a rival to the Celtics because we never win. Mm. It's little things like that that you hear him say psychologically. We're like, you can't say that stuff. Just don't say anything at all. Don't compliment them. Just like, yeah, they won. We'll be better tomorrow. I'll see you tomorrow. All right, Jay. We'll stay close by. I'm gonna need you for that boy bad coming up in a few
0: minutes. Meanwhile, the game right now is called Who You Got. Here we go, Harry. AFC North. The entire division is stacked up. Who you got to win it? Yeah, I'm going with the Baltimore
2: Ravens. And I think <clears throat> as long as Lamar Jackson is healthy, they're going to be able to win this division. I look at the last two seasons and, and, and where they stood at in that division When Lamar was hurt, things went in disarray when he got injured and couldn't play for this football team. I believe at some point they're going to figure out how to finish these games. The good thing is that they're actually up in these games and not trying to play
5: catch-up in them. d
0: Woods, Steelers and Browns this weekend, huge game. Who you got? T.J. Water, Miles
5: Garrett. I'm going with Miles Garrett. I mean, both these guys are like forces of nature, and, you know and whatnot. But I know with at least with with the uh, with the Cleveland Browns. You know, DTR starting the quarterback, I think he's going to utilize his legs a little bit more. Miles Garrett, to me, is the deepest player of the year, so I'm going, with, I'm going with Big Miles.
0: If either of these teams wins that division, these two <laughs> players could be the MVP of the league. They, they would deserve serious consideration yep. for MVP. Danny, tonight, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, who you got? I'm
3: going to go with Joe Burrow because it's a must-win game for the Cincinnati Bengals, and I know T. Higgins is not playing, and Lamar's playing really high-level football, Last week, we saw Joe Burrow near the end throw two of the most uncharacteristic interceptions that I've seen in his NFL career. I don't expect that type of performance. I actually expect the complete 180 of it, or just domination or dominant performance from Joe Burrow. Lamar has been great. I'm taking Joe Burrow tonight. So let's set
0: the stakes for the kickoff of week 11 tonight with as good a game as you could ask for. What happens if the Bengals lose this game tonight, D. Wood? I think they're done.
5: I think they're done. I, I, let's... And with as many AFC losses as the Bengals have. Plus, they have two divisional losses already. Yep. You lose to Baltimore within the division,
0: I think they're done. All right, no, no one knows this division better than Kmart does. I mean, what can you tell us about since it, last week really shocked me because they felt like a team that was on such an ascension for them to stumble that way was a big surprise. It, I
1: will say it's wild. Last week, everybody was like, oh, watch the Bengals. they gonna, they going to win out. Look at this. And now all of a sudden their season's done. I don't agree with the Bishop on that one. Um, but last week, covering that game, watching Jamar Chase warm up and him being active, there was a feeling like, okay, bang- Bengals are in good shape. No yeah. T. Higgins, fine. Sam Hubbard, big issue. Like, on defense, I don't think enough people realize without Sam Hubbard, this defense is compromised. Um, I- I'm actually very – I'm not concerned about the Bengals, but it- it's getting crunch time.
0: And so then let's talk about the other side, because you've had a lot to say this morning, Harry in our meeting and I'm fascinated about the Ravens who have had the lead going into the fourth quarter of all ten of their games this year and managed to lose three of them. What is your concern? I think my concern when it comes to that
2: is number one Lamar turning the football over their defense giving up explosive plays and also guys taking their turns messing things up whether it's receivers dropping balls the other day in that game versus Cleveland you had a slant that could have been a first down. Right, and that ball is dropped that could have moved the chain. So it's been a, a numerous of different things in the game versus the Colts. It was Lamar Jackson and Zay Flowers not being on the same page, and Zay Flowers pretty much not understanding man and zone in that instance. And Lamar thought he was gonna sit down and was gonna put the ball on him. So it's been a variety of different things. But Greeny, it's not just an issue in 2023. Yeah, it's been an issue in 2021, it's been an issue in 2022. And I start with last year. Versus the Buffalo Bills, they were up 17 points in that game. And lost. And lost that that matchup. And then they played the Miami Dolphins. They were up 14 points in that one. And in in the fourth quarter, and ended up losing. And then they played the New York Giants. And they were up 10 points in the fourth quarter. They lost that matchup. And then lastly, they played the Jacksonville Jaguars last year. And in the fourth quarter, they were up nine points and found a way to lose that football game. They have to understand how to finish Mm -hmm. games or they're
0: not going to be able to win them. So, Dan... When this happens as often as it does with this team over that period of time, it can only be called a trait. Like th- this is this is a yeah. character trait of the Baltimore Ravens, as they will get big leads and they will give them up. Why
3: does that happen? Well, defensively, they do not have a closer, and it's not just the defense, to Harry's point, but they don't have a closer on defense, and I think that's what separates this defense. In comparison to a Kansas City Chiefs who have Chris Jones or T.J. Watt for the Steelers, Miles Garrett. So, the, and they give up those two, too many of those big, explosive pass plays late in games. Their three losses: one to Indy, they got one to George Pickens and the Pittsburgh Steelers. They got three last week, and it's because on their back end they don't have a lockdown guy, and then their rush unit, it's a really good defense, but they don't have the guy that singles up one on one. I'll go directly to tonight, though, Greeny. Like, I think – I feel very strongly about tonight. Tonight's winner wins the division. Mm. And tonight – Even
1: if come, it's Cincinnati. That's why I don't – do, yeah. you, you
3: think not. if they win tonight, they go, on a, they go on a tear? I mean, they've already started to go on a tear. And there was a blip last week. But we have to look at last week and say, why did it happen? The two uncharacteristic interceptions completely changed that game. If Joe doesn't throw them and he doesn't, mm-hmm. they win that game. Yeah. I think tonight the winner wins the division, and tonight's game will come down to – pay attention to this tonight – First down for Cincinnati's offense. If Cincinnati's offense is good on first down, they will win this football game. If they struggle on first down and they get the third down against this Baltimore Ravens defense, they will not win this football game.
0: But I have to leave it here because we've been pushing that way bad all morning long and everyone wants to see it. But first, a quick reminder, the ESPN Bet app is now up and it is running and I'm offering a special boost for you. I will have one every week. Let me get this app. My first is called Seeing Green and the bet is on combined numbers. What do you think of this one, Danny? Burrow and Lamar to combine for 500 passing yards and four passing touchdowns. It was three and a half to one. I've boosted it to four and a half to one if they put up those numbers. That's a lot. So log on, download the uh, ESPN bet, the app, and you can see my boost and all the others. All right, it is finally time. Let's do it. Man, that boy Oh No, 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 no. Man, that boy bad.
2: Boy, bad. Boom. Oh, oh damn green. That boy bad. That boy bad. My goodness, Green. <laughs> that boy bad. So watch him. Come here. Oh. I'm going. Oh, my goodness. That boy bad. Let's do it again. That boy
1: bad. <laughs>
0: You've asked for it. You got it. The submissions from the fans are coming in a little bit later. The gentlemen are warming up their ad upers and
2: all that stuff.
3: Terry's young. Let's do it. Go ahead. Here we go.
0: We're going to start right
2: here. Brock Purdy, San Francisco 49ers. Look at his throw. I don't even know how he got it to George Kittle, but he made it work. He was under a lot of scrutiny for his previous three games. But look at that throw. But look at this one. The Uh improvision going Uh to the left. Uh I'm going to throw it to my guy, Brandon. Uh Now, you, that man, Brock Purdy is bad. Ladies and gentlemen, he's playing at a high level in this game versus opponent. Why, fellas? Because Brock Purdy... That boy bad. Oh, now we're gonna move it along to Joshua Dobbs. Don't <laughs> even know what a locker room is. Last week he was trying to figure That's out the nice. snap count look, on the sideline versus the Falcons, but look at this. Oh, oh, nope, Whirly Bird. I'm coming back the other way, and he's gonna take it in for a touchdown. More elusive than people give him credit to. And then this play, watch TJ Hawkinson. These two guys work out in the offseason now and then. Uh. Boom, touchdown, Joshua Dobbs. Young man, guess what? dead boy bad and last but not least I they say down. big guy Need loving too, so I gotta give it to oh, all Oh Lord! Oh. I see Marcus Spears. Yes, he needs new security. Yeah. But also, what we know about Sheldon Rankin's guys? Dead, dead boy, bad. Uh, three six, hey. three sacks hey. against Broadway Joe. Make sure you stretch your hips. Make sure you stretch your back. Make sure you stretch your arms. Why, again, fellas? Cause
0: dead, dead boy, bad. I almost fell down on the second one, but all is well now. <laughs> Jay a we got. Jay's got <laughs> We got a spe- We got the fans She's are doing nice. them, and we will have your submissions a little later in the program as we continue with the That Boy Bad. Oh, Meanwhile, coming up, Harry, stay here because I need you. Coming up, is Dak playing the best of any quarterback in the NFL? Someone here is not convinced. You're going to hear who and why. Plus, speaking of struggling quarterbacks, Josh Allen. He says the Bills' offense isn't broken. We'll explain why they've got all kinds of problems as we continue. And... Josh Allen here huh, subject of today's trivia. Here we go, Harry. Ooh. Josh Allen became the second quarterback in NFL history to account for 40 touchdowns in three consecutive seasons. Who was the first? 40 touchdowns, three straight years. The answer is next.
3: Green, when you asked that question, you got into, like, this athletic
1: stance.
3: Two guys drove to work. Here we go.
0: All right, here we go. So here are the stakes. Come on, Harry. Sneaky Hembo versus Harry. If Harry gets it right, we dance. If Harry gets it wrong, Hembo and Jack dance. Josh Allen is the second quarterback in NFL history to account for 40 touchdowns in three consecutive seasons. Who was the first? Ooh, ah, Greeny. This is a tough one for
2: me. He's got it. He has it. I'm going to take an educated guess. I'm going to go Cam Newton.
0: Cam Newton is
4: incorrect was right. Newton is
0: incorrect
1: he's my size bro the uh,
0: answer is Drew Breen uh, <laughs> he's my size, all right uh, Hembo, Hembo and Jack size. Hembo and Jack have a dance stand by here. Oh, dance.
3: here it comes please don't do our people wrong here we go
1: don't do oh our oh 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 oh, oh! <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,
6: oh
2: Wow. That, a, that Wow. Thing. That it.
4: That was I oh, oh. A <laughs> it. Who you on? Okay. Oh. Wow. <clears> <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ah, that was better than I was expecting. <laughs> okay. Well done. Tell, tell guys, us who you really are, Dan. Yeah, the, the next I'm game. really are. Guys, the next game is called Fact or Fiction. Danny, <laughs> Fact or Fiction. Uh, if I said Justin Fields is the Bears' uh,
3: long-term answer at quarterback, is that fact or fiction? Right now, that's fiction, Greeny. Partly because the injury this year and the situation where they're going to have two likely top five picks. And then partly because... Justin had that rough start to this season. There's a short window left in this year for him to prove that not only is he the guy moving forward, but the financial ramifications of that decision without the draft pick. So right now, that's fiction. D-Wood, let me say this. If I said C.J. Stroud should be the leader in the MVP
5: race, is that fact or fiction? Man, I'm going with fact right here. Like, listen, man, the way that Joe, the impact Joe Burrow when he came to Cincinnati, that's what C.J. Stroud is having with the Houston Texans. Remember when, 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 when Patrick Mahal, his first year, when he toured the league and had all those exposure plays with Tyreek Hill? Of course. That's what he's doing with Tank Dell and company in Houston. He's having that, he's having that type of offense.
0: And let's talk about Josh Allen. Harry, if I said the Bills are going to miss the playoffs, is that fact or fiction? Yeah, I'm going to go fact right now with so much disarray going up there in Buffalo. I also look at their schedule,
2: Greeny. They have the Jets still to play, the Eagles, the Kansas City Chiefs, the Dallas Cowboys also,
0: and the Chargers, and they finish the season off with the Miami Dolphins. So it's going to be a tough road for them. We have so much to be said about the Bills right now. So let's get directly into the tweets here. Um, because if you, this got swallowed up, I thought, right? I thought after the game, because of the way they lost, we ignored the fact that Trayvon Diggs, the brother of Stefan Diggs, tweeted, man, 14 got to get up out of there. And then the next day, he tweeted, let's not forget, he, meaning Josh Allen, didn't start going off till Bro got there. That Ooh. got swallowed up because Ooh. 10 Ooh. minutes later, they fired the Ooh. offensive Ooh. coordinator. So <laughs> let's, let, let's face what just happened yeah. here.
1: They were Stephon, like, that, that's let's it. make a move so we can stop everybody talking about <laughs> Trayvon Diggs tweets right now. Kmart,
0: I mean, you're a reporter. Mm-hmm. That, those words might as well come from Stefan's mouth. That's him saying, man, I got to get up out of there. And this quarterback wasn't anything until I got here.
1: Well, keep in mind, Stephen A. had brought this up in the offseason. But what also piqued my interest was when Sean McDermott said he was very concerned after um, Stephon Diggs didn't show up for OTAs. Um, That, to me, was a big issue because your head coach talking about, I'm concerned that my star wide receiver isn't showing up for OTAs. That was the first red flag for me. Mm -hmm. But Trayvon Diggs... Putting that out there as a star player in the NFL, he knows exactly what he's doing. He knows how it will be viewed, and he would not speak about his brother's situation unless he knew that his brother felt some type of way. And
0: there's no one who knows that better than Harry does. Why? 100%, because uh, I had a
2: brother that, well, I still have a brother. I was going to say, you right <laughs> Played professional sports uh, eight years in the NBA. He's overseas now, but... There's a dynamic relationship to two brothers that play a professional sport. You guys understand each other from top to bottom. At times, you may feel like no one understands you like you two do because y'all can talk about any and everything. You tell each other any and everything. You look at Stefan Diggs and Trayvon Diggs. Those guys work out at times together in the offseason. So for this to come from his brother, it has to be something. It can't be ignored because how close those guys are. Trayvon Diggs looked up to his brother as a father figure, right, when he was uh, away from college at Maryland, even though he was still at home. But that's the way he looked up to his big brother and Stephon Diggs. So if there's an issue, Stefan is going to talk to Trayvon. If there's an issue with Trayvon, he's going to talk to his brother
0: Stefan yeah. because those guys understand each other on every level. Danny, so where do you understand the dynamic of a quarterback and a receiver, how important it is, and it is legitimate to say Stefan Diggs helped transform Josh Allen into the star that he is. So how do these two guys go forward when this is out
3: there? Like the leadership. I, I, th- I would say this. Caution. Because ask Devontae Adams what it feels like right now to leave a star quarterback Mm-mm. and how that's working out, okay? So I, I would just say caution. Honestly, with the whole situation, Greeny, it makes me think of Jalen Hurts when Jalen always says, keep the main thing the main thing. And I think that's going to be paramount between Josh and Steph in this organization moving forward. Where's the leadership? Who's going to get everybody on the same page to keep the main thing the main thing? Maybe there are some underlying things between those two guys that have to get talked about, communicate, figured out. But, but, one, a lot gets solved by winning. Two, a lot gets solved by getting him the ball. That's one of the issues that is going on. I'm glad glad he brought that up, Wood,
2: really quick because in my opinion – I understand you fired the offensive coordinator, but last time I checked, Sean McDermott is the head coach. So if my star player's not getting the ball on offense, I'm telling my offensive coordinator, get 14 (laughs) to football. If we need to rush the football, I'm overseeing everything and I'm I'm overriding everything and I'm saying, let's rush the football. So Sean McDermott
0: plays a part in this as well. Five targets, three catches for him on Monday night. D Wood, what do you think of the dynamic?
5: I think Stephon Diggs is looking at the the thing from a 30,000 foot view and saying, since 2020, when we were in the AFC Championship game against Kansas mm-hmm. Chiefs and almost went to the Super Bowl, this thing has been sliding backwards. Mm-hmm. This thing has been sliding backwards. Yes, I can. I got numbers. I know I'm one of the best mm-hmm. best team. You know, one of the best players in the National Football League. Right. This team is trending in the wrong direction. You fight, Listen, no Leslie Frazier. Mm-hmm. You fired your offensive coordinator. After that, who's next? The head coach. Oh, is next. oh I know who's next. The, yeah,
3: the can, head coach yeah. is next. I, I think that this weekend is the biggest moment for Josh Allen and this football team since 13 seconds left on the clock against
5: Kansas City. they got to beat the Jets.
3: They, they cannot lose to the Jets. And it's their nemesis.
5: It's Josh it's, Allen's nemesis. It's the defense he, he struggles with yeah. the most. Yes. The Jets picked him
0: off three times when they met week one mm-hmm. and won that game that Aaron Rodgers got hurt, which was – Unimaginable and and has the Bills sitting where they are right now. All right, coming up, a different quarterback on the other end of the spectrum at this moment. Is Dak actually playing better than anyone in the league right now? Are the Cowboys about to catch the Eagles? We'll talk about that next. Get up on ESPN.
6: legal and administrative and customer support at Robert Half we know talent visit roberthalf.com today
0: all right back at the bottom of the hour that boy bad is sweeping the nation take a look Harry at this young fan <laughs>
2: Y'all know Harry kids. <laughs> Say that again. Harry Ludicas, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is as that the field goal goes in. That's a Texans fan. As their game-winning field goal goes through the uprights. You know, you know what, Granny? Look at that letter. I want all the parents out there. If you can
2: get your kids to do that boy bad, send it to us. You can yes. give them yeah. all a dollar? kids are great. Yeah, send it to them. Because Harry loves
0: the kids. Uh, and then Here finally, speaking of give them kids. Them all $1.
2: I got my own kids. You mm-hmm. talking about giving somebody else's kids a dollar?
0: Back, back <laughs> by popular demand because it was just so well-received. Once again, Hembo and Jack doing Ooh, the
1: dance. Ooh, this is embarrassing, bro. Look at wow. embarrassing. Hembo. Embarrassing. Hembo with the hips. Wow. Yes, with the, the hips. Himbo. My gosh,
2: Himbo. Okay, Lizzie. So aggressive. Very aggressive. He's a father of twins. Yeah, he
0: is. We know he putting work in. That that was about as (laughs) questionable as anything we've ever seen. That was the entire, we just saw you the ending part of it there, but they did the whole Brittany and uh, Brittany Mahomes And Taylor (laughs) Swift, that was the whole dance. That's what that whole dance was. As a
3: white guy, I was happy for him. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well
0: Well said. Uh, Jay Williams, let's run the floor. We had lots of good NBA action last night. Luca's a white guy. He had 26 (laughs) points. What (laughs) What is going on? He had 26 and 10 and a blowout win over Washington. Are the 9 and 3 Mavericks a legitimate contender?
4: Uh, I think they're a team that will make the playoffs. I don't know if I see them as a contender. I still think there's some rebounding challenges and lack of size that ultimately will hurt them in the long run. But right. Luka and Kyrie are both playing at a high level.
0: Yeah, and, and maybe one deal away from being a legitimate team as we approach the trade deadline. No Bradley Beal, no problem. KD, D-Book each scored 31. Is Phoenix the best offense in the NBA? I
4: would say it's between them and Boston. Yeah. Uh, I, I think you know, we still haven't seen what their ceiling or their upside is because we haven't seen Bradley, Bill, KD, and Devin Booker on the court fully together not yet. Not once. Not I wonder like, if it's ever going to happen, but they have the ceiling to be. They played 11 games,
0: and not once have all three of them been on the floor. Then LeBron James, 28-point triple-double. Anthony Davis just nine in a loss to Sacramento. What was our takeaway?
4: I just think it was the last couple of games. I mean, look, they found something else. They were having Austin Rivers come off the bench, Cam Reddish. But it's these types of moments when the game gets very physical with another another opposing big man and Demonte Sabonis that makes you worry about Anthony Davis' lack of aggressiveness on his style of offense Look To me, it's as simple as this. You don't.
0: You don't pay as much attention sometimes, I think, to the wins and losses in November as you do to the trends. They just depend too much on this guy. At this stage of the season, for LeBron to have to carry this much of the load for the Lakers is going to be a problem.
4: It's the same thing every year, but, Greeny, I'm going to go back to something that I said on opening day here on your show. I said that as much as I like the Lakers, as much as I respect Denver, I, I think Sacramento has a chance to be the team in the Western Conference. And once again, I know we're going to talk about the Lakers, but De'Aaron Fox, Kevin heard of the way they played last night, De'Aaron Sabonis combined for 83 points. Like, they've been playing better. De'Aaron Fox is going to also be in the MVP conversation. Yeah, Just want to give respect to what Sacramento is trying to do. 100%.
0: I, I'm not arguing with that, but I am saying if the Lakers are going to do something, Anthony Davis can't have nine points Three. in a loss to a rival. And then, of course, there's the Draymond of it all. You saw it yesterday and all over the place. Draymond Green suspended five games after the incident with
4: Rudy Gobert. What was your reaction to the NBA's decision? I thought they were lenient. Uh, people can call me soft. People can say we want the game to be back the way it was in the 90s. Guess what? The game was nowhere close to where we are technology-wise in the 90s. The style of basketball is very different. The skill sets are very different. And stuff like that, how about for all the non hard basketball people They're seeing images of that all over the country around representing that that's a a world champion. Putting somebody in a chokehold for an extended period of time. Yeah. Five games does nothing to him. He said it the other day. I'm always going to be Draymond. What's going to change the behavior or make Draymond think about not engaging in silliness like that?
0: Yes, I I completely agree with you. I was surprised. At how um, at how harsh the penalty wasn't because this isn't about playing physically. This is about, and he just wouldn't let go. That's the point. If he's just going to try and grab him to get him away from his guy, that's one thing. But at the end of the clip, you will see Rudy Gobert at some point looks up and says,
4: "What the heck is going on here?" He just will not let go of his neck. Can I tell you something? If that were my if Rudy Gobert were my teammate, yeah. and I saw my teammate in a chokehold. I'm going to swing at Draymond Green. Yeah. Like, we're, we're very lucky that nothing else came from that, that Carl anthony Towns didn't swing at him, that Anthony Edwards didn't swing at him. That could have gotten a lot worse because that was extended. It wasn't... Toe hold, get off hit my teammate. Let go. It was toe hold, hold, back up, hold, back up, yeah. hold, back up. Surprise, nothing else happened. No,
0: and, and and considering his history, he's certainly as far from being a first-time offender as you can possibly be when it comes to this stuff. I was surprised the NBA didn't hit him a little harder. Jay, will awesome. Thank you. The inaugural NBA in-season tournament continues tomorrow night. We got a doubleheader. You'll see the big man Wemby taken on Sacramento 7:30 Eastern. Then the Suns and Jazz at 10 Eastern. Coverage begins. With NBA Countdown at 7 on ESPN and the ESPN app. All right, back to the NFL. The game is called What's Your Number? Kmart, Jalen Hurts against the Chiefs on Monday night. How many total touchdowns will he have?
1: Mm, This is tough. All right, so I'm going to say three. And Uh, here's my reasoning. Tua had one touchdown versus the Chiefs defense, and Russell Wilson had three. So I'm going to say Jalen can do what Russell can do, and I'm going to go with three.
0: Combined, if they get a tush-push opportunity, you know he won't be stopped. Harry, how many receiving yards will Travis Kelsey have Monday night?
2: Originally, I had 100-plus. I'm going to go
0: 150-plus. Mm. Because I look at Jake Ferguson
2: that just played for the Dallas Cowboys versus the Eagles, he had 7 for 91. I know Travis Kelsey is going to be found by his quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, early and often in that game because that's the guy that he can trust.
0: Once again, not sure if Taylor will be there. He always plays better. And then
1: he'll only have 89. When
0: she is. Instead. That's
5: a factor. D-Wood, how
0: many yards is Dak going to throw for it? against Carolina. I mean,
5: this is conservative but 375. Like Dak is going to go. Dak is Dak is in his zone right now. We talked about how well he's been using his legs as of late. And the one thing we know about the Dallas Cowboys, they feast on bad teams like they front run on bad teams. I think 375. The I'm Panthers going with
1: having given up more than 300. Yeah, because actually.
5: everyone is
0: sitting in this in the second half like the other team has started resting their starters by the time they get but, to the second half.
1: But you think that Cowboys won't sit their starters? You, you see what I'm I, think gonna I think
0: he's going to light them up I think he's going to get three sets He kept lighting up the Giants the last couple of weeks they 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 are they right now feel like they're on to something we we could talk about Dak here I, I, why are you smiling at me like that? Go, what, go, what that gonna do to him? Light him up. You gonna light him up? Light him up.
2: Okay, Dumpy, Okay, Gumby's
1: all excited. So light, him up. light him up. <laughs> Just light him like up. he's
2: been lighting the last four opponents up. He,
0: he's, he's the National Football great. League. Sorry Ooh. to bring it back, Greenie, but I had to. Let's not let's not get into a, again the debate over is he playing better <laughs> yes. than C J. Stroud or not. He's playing Really well. We really all get well. that. Here's my question for you. Does this team, if this team is going to... Dak right now is the least of my concerns with the Cowboys. Because what are the two things you need to do to win playoff games? You need to run it, and you need to stop the run. And the Cowboys can't do either of those two things. So you put them in a close game against Philly. You put them in a close game against San Francisco. You put them in a close game against Detroit in the playoffs... Dak is not my concern. Their ability to run the football, which they cannot do and did not address before the trade deadline, that's my biggest problem. Dak is fine.
3: I've told you that I don't think when it matters the most that this team can beat either Philadelphia or San Francisco. And my main reason is because that both of those coaching staffs take away their best player, Micah Parsons. They neutralize him. So when it matters the most, I don't think they beat them. I would say this to you though. I understand the whole like stop the run, run the football thing in relation to Dak. But you can't say that and have watched the San Francisco game of this year and watched the two playoff games against San Francisco the last two years and say that when they get to the playoffs, because we all believe that they are going to get there, that we're not going to go, what Dak are they going to get? Oh, Everyone boy. in the world is going to say that, and that's a fair point because he's a very good player, a really good player. So. I understand your point, Greeny. They played Detroit in about another month, and I am fascinated to watch that game.
0: And they will play the Eagles, too. They have both those games coming up. We'll see those opportunities. I guess what I'm saying is, right now, Dak is not a, my – he's the least of my concerns when I watch the Cowboys. Right
3: now or when they get into the playoffs? <laughs> well, I, he's always
0: going to – the question is always going to be about him in big games. He always plays well against the Eagles, and he never plays well against San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Styles make fights, and those always work against them. Why are you smiling?
1: What's like, going on, Gerald?
5: Because <laughs> – <laughs> because none of like, like none of this matters as far as like Dak right now.
1: Right, right. Like
5: it all comes. It it just. I just wait until the playoffs. I agree. When, you know, that's when that's when we're gonna be able to write the story about Dak. Right. Are you gonna show up in the big game when it matters most in the playoffs? Yes, he looks great right now. Most of the time, that's the way it is with yeah. Dak. I think the two big changes over the last couple of
3: weeks are one, the legs, and two, Ceedee Lamb. Yes. So it, it's it's more so. Can those two guys, when the chips are on the table in the playoffs, connect that the way that they have? I mean, that's really what's been the difference within their performance offensively. But I also not, feel like – oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. But it's not
1: just Dak in the moments. Like, their head coach has to – in these matchups, he's going against – when he's going against Nick Sirianni, he was going against Andy Reid. When you're going against all these different coaches, like, are you going to be as good? Are you – you're the play call. You pulled the McDermott already where you got rid of everybody and said, I'm doing it my way. Will he be at his best?
0: Is there anything Dak Prescott can do in the regular season that will make you fully confident that when the playoffs begin, he isn't going to be the, uh, c- the consideration?
2: <laughs> when the playoffs come, I'll tell you, Greedy. <laughs> 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 but you know I've been on that for forever, since the se- before the season even started. Right. We, we know what Dak Prescott is capable of in a regular season. It's about the moments when the biggest games arise and the biggest moments arise. Can he be the guy that leads them and they don't lose because of him?
0: That'll that, be that, the that's question. the bottom line. We'll see. They're going to get there. We're going to find out. Meantime, we are so happy. To have Damian Woody back with us this week, let's show you just how happy we did our best, D Wood, to smash the helmets in your honor last week. And let's One take a look at some of other. them here. So Danny was great. Uh, I mean, oh, Danny, okay, Danny, okay. Danny had
1: a lot of rage. Okay.
0: Rushing. Harry. Look, look, oh, bro! Did you look.
4: miss? Man, you was, missed the whole
1: helmet. The whole it was a curveball. Helmet. Oh, and then and then. All right, let's fast forward. We don't Amart, need to see. It didn't
4: even dent.
0: It,
1: it, <laughs> it, did, it did a little. Oh, the, the second <laughs> one. <laughs> the okay. One. I know, sir. I know you. I know you two are <laughs> not cackling over there. <laughs> almost came out my face too. Almost came. Almost broke my ankles. Lord have mercy.
2: <laughs> it's because of. of, of the, look height. where the
1: table is, man. And how she? Dude, I'm, all I'm of gonna, us a height down. challenge. Yes. All right, okay. So you're you're when talking. we hit the helmets
3: today, all of us got to go from Kimberly's height. You gotta drop down. Here's the thing. You
1: gotta go down a whole foot. I can't decide
0: what's funnier that she almost falls down or that the helmet doesn't even dent a tiny little bit. It's just a little.
1: It's just like a The helmet didn't me, even
0: flinch. Like, well, I didn't gone. do it. I'm smart enough not to have I done it. I hit the
1: helmet. Week. Harry did it. Why is Harry getting away Why are with this? You are hunt for me. You stop
0: right well, now for The good lady. news is. We're all going to get our chance coming up, and D-Wood, of course, will be the man wielding the mallet. Plus, we've got a Thursday night game with huge stakes. Danny's going to break down tape to show you exactly how Lamar Jackson and the Ravens will get a win tonight. And then get over there, big fella. D-Wood is ready to go with the mallets. He'll be doing the stomping. He's making the decisions. Helmets are getting smashed. Picks are getting made. That's next. Get up on ESPN. All right, tonight, a huge matchup in the AFC North. The Bengals and the Ravens. Joe Burrow and Cincinnati looking to climb out of last place in the division while Lamar and Baltimore hoping to rebound from a crushing last-second loss against Cleveland last week. And, Dan, no one does this better than you do. We've got tape. We've got Lamar Jackson. Take it away. Yeah,
3: the number one thing to pay attention to tonight when it comes to Cincinnati's defense against Baltimore's offense is how they handle the bunch concept for Baltimore. Okay, so the bunch concept is when an offense gets three guys on one side of the football and stacks them all together, meaning they get into that condensed bunch. Now, Baltimore does so many different things out of it that I personally love. Lamar Jackson under center, and we're going to go play action here. Now, Patrick Ricard. Seals the edge right here. And you're going to get really a three-man route, which Lamar's done a great job of reading it. Number one is going to be there. Number two on a corner. And then number three is going to be Bateman on the crosser. Now, Lamar Lamar goes out with that ball fake. And he gets his eyes staring out this way saying, "Okay, is Zay Flowers on that little in-and-out route there? No, he's not there. Now, this is what I love. Lamar snaps his eyes backside to find Rashad Bateman on that crosser. And then look at this throw as Lamar's on the run. Perfectly placed versus man coverage. Cincinnati's going to have to defend that bunch con for an under center keeper. Number two, they're gonna get into that bunch again to the right. This time we have the back offset to the Lamar side. This is called four strong. Again, we're going to see a play-action concept for Lamar Jackson. Last time under center, this time in the shotgun. I love this three-level throw. We have a big pylon, we have a stop route, and then here's going to come this big inner crosser from Zay Flowers. The Ravens do a nice job of moving the pocket for Lamar Jackson. And again, you see those eyes snap back, Green. His eyes are peeking to that pylon. Mm -hmm. That's the shot that he wants. It's not going to get there. Watch how he resets to the middle of the field to find Zay Flowers. Snaps his eyes to find Zay Flowers. Now look at the space that they create in the middle of the field to attack. These linebackers have dispersed. Lamar cuts that ball loose. Zay comes back to the football because that safety drifts in the middle of the field. Absolutely fantastic. So there's another bunch concept play action. This time they're going to motion to that bunch. They get Zay Flowers over to that bunch. Again, we have the back offset to Lamar's side. We've seen under center play action. We've seen shotgun play action. Now what they'll do is traditional Lamar Jackson stuff. They will block with Ricard. They will arc with the tight end, Mark Andrews. And Lamar's reading that defensive end on this zone read. If he stays outside, the back carries the ball up inside. If that defensive end crashes down, let's say that's Trey Hendrickson tonight, Lamar gets to be that ball carrier right on the edge. The same formation. Three Mm. different plays, one, getting the ball out on the perimeter, two, a play-action shot, and then three, Lamar Jackson as the ball carrier. Cincinnati's defense is going to have to handle that one formation but the multitude of plays.
0: And so as you have watched this offense progress, and there was so much expectation Mm. for what they could become with the new coordinator, Todd Monken, is it vastly different from what they've been doing, and is it getting to a place where you expected it to?
3: Vastly different, mainly because the pass game and the concepts are so much more significantly advanced. And then Lamar Jackson is showing everybody I can operate them at a very high level. All right,
0: extraordinarily well done. That's a big game tonight. Let's make the picks. Let's smash some helmets. Let's go. Welcome to the most dangerous this segment. Very... Big man, tiny helmet. Get the goggles ready. That went right by my face. Things just got real. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> touch
5: the side, touch the side. Graziano's got a lot of potential. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> smoke. There's no coming back from I, I think that might be my
1: best. I love it.
0: All right, so we showed you earlier that uh, everyone did a little smashing last week, and it didn't go so well. So here's how we're going to play the game. D. Wood, as usual, is going to smash the team he thinks is going to lose. If anyone strongly disagrees, they are free to ask for the mallet and Can smash themselves. Can we just themselves. look at
1: the height difference, though? Yeah, like, do team you team. understand? Do you understand America, like, like, why? You know what? I, I have, have faith, faith
0: in, in you. About to, me you about too. to do your thing. Give me All right, D. Wood, let's start with tonight's game. We got the Ravens. We got the Bengals. Smash the losing. Helmet, that's over here. Oh, boy. Yes. That's just like, yeah, it, oh, oh. Bro, you
5: over there? You, you okay over there? No? Okay.
0: <laughs> just making sure, bro. Just making so why sure. Why are the Ravens going to win tonight?
5: Yeah, listen, I, I think the, a couple things. One, I think the injuries, T. Higgins, Sam Hubbard, yeah. I think it's a, they're going to loom large for the Cincinnati Bengals. Lamar Jackson is like the the Bengals slay the Bengals kill us. So I'm going with the Baltimore Ravens. So That's what the picks up. Is there
0: anybody who disagrees? Okay, we do have one yeah. pick right, for the so Bengals this there. week for Orlovsky. So, okay, we'll leave that one. Okay, not, not not anything terrible here. Let's go to the other game in that division Sunday. We got the Steelers. We got the Browns. We know the Browns have lost their quarterback for the season. And Deshaun Watson smashed
5: the losing team. Oh, oh yeah. really? Oh, he yeah. was going Steelers. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going Steelers. And you know what? Like, I don't even know why I'm picking the Steelers I, except but, except for Mike Tomlin. Yeah, this team is just Mike Tomlin itself. All, if they're going to just do it no, all no, the no, way no, to the no, postseason. No, 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 oh, no, oh, no, oh! No, you no, got no, beef? No, you no, got no, beef? No, 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 well, no, you better bring it, this You got go. beef.
2: go. Hey, there you go. <laughs> that was well. Wait done. a minute, wait <laughs> a
5: minute. Did she really hit it? That did she hit it? Hit oh, it? okay. Okay. Yes. okay. All right, all right. Hit way up <laughs> on the wall. Kmart, why do you like the
1: Browns? Okay, I know the quarterback situation, but Miles Garrett against against Kenny Pickett, they have no offense until the minutes left in the fourth quarter. I'm gonna still go with the Browns. Danny,
3: why do you like the Steelers? Uh, I like the Steelers because the backup quarterback D.T.R. is playing, and then I think T.J. Watt's impact against like many backup tackles for Cleveland because of all their losses. Harry, are are the Browns, you have them winning this game. Can they still make the playoffs
0: without Deshaun? Yeah, I think they can. When you look at this defense, number one in total D, number one in third down
2: defense, number one versus the pass, seventh versus the run. They have Miles Garrett to play bigger. Make Let me fix yes. my points. Yes, yes Dan, Daniel. I just said that. <laughs> and then they have Hensel Ward in the back end. Okay. Uh, Thanks one for more. giving us their
0: roster. <laughs> <laughs> no problem, Daniel. We don't usually do the Monday night game, but there, this is not your average Monday night game. Super Bowl rematch. Uh-oh. Could be a Super Bowl sick. preview. This is big, guys. This is Chiefs, sick. Eagles, smash the losing careful,
1: team. Careful, Greeny. Oh! oh!
0: They won one camera. Boy, that one went a long way. Yeah, <laughs> Why yeah, do you
5: like the Eagles on Monday night? I, I think, like, listen, both – we talked about it earlier. The weaknesses on both sides, I think it's going to negate negate itself out. Can this Kansas City Chiefs defense stop the rushing attack of, of, of the Philadelphia Eagles? Danny, you're the
0: only one picking the Chiefs. Do you want to smash the Eagles or no? I mean, will your wife be okay if you smash – Uh-oh, the uh-oh.
5: Next? No, put it, down, oh. put it down. Put it no, down. Right. Put it don't down. Get, put it down. Don't get in trouble no, no, at home.
3: Honestly, you know what it's become? Not my, it. Not my wife. My daughter. Oh, that's oh, worse, bro. Oh, that's yeah. why. If I don't, say anything do bad it. about Jalen Hurts, she wants to rip my eyeballs out. So. Yeah, don't yeah. do it. Don't do it. it. That would be trouble. But yeah. everyone else down
0: here, Harry, you like the Eagles because? Uh, that Russian attack and the physicality of the offensive line. But you think that that Mahomes and come? Do they find their offense, or is this a defensive battle?
3: I think coming out of the bye week, they find the specific roles that those wide receivers are going to. Play. I
5: gotta, I gotta say that the, the Andy Reid after the bye, yeah. it, it, it's, it's ridiculous. Yes, yeah, yeah. So I am worried about.
3: I, that. I think if Philly goes on the road and wins this game, we have to look at Kansas City as. Not the, not the Super Bowl favorite in the AFC.
0: Kmart, you're the MVP this week. That was well-smashed. <laughs> First take is coming up next. Did the league get Draymond suspension right? Is the Bengals' season on the line tonight? Stephen A., Orlovsky, Kmart, D. Wood, and Wendy. First take, top of the hour on ESPN.
3: Before we give
0: way to first take, we relive the greatest moment in get up history.
5: <laughs>
0: if we can re-rack that, look at the look of surprise on her own face. Yeah. <laughs> Kmart, the emotion.
1: I was so so shocked that I just kept saying, please don't let me pull a Harry. Let me make like contact. It's three
5: for three today. And
1: I was so I was so shocked that I couldn't keep That's, it in.
5: Yours might have been better than mine. Honestly.
1: Honestly. Well, I don't want. I don't want to. Okay.
0: Okay. Very well done. Again, smashing the helmets.
1: Uh, extraordinarily <laughs> <laughs> well done.
0: All right, and super quick again for those just joining us here. Bengals, Ravens tonight. I'm taking the Bengals. Bengals. Oh, Ravens. 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 I got the Bengals. We'll see what happens. We'll be back in better than ever tomorrow. Thanks for getting up with us. First take starts now.